peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. These were the words spoken by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to a group of frightened, confused, disappointed, tired, and stressed disciples. Words that we might use today to describe how some of us are feeling at the moment in this ongoing fight against COVID-19. In that state of fear and confusion, in John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus said, my peace I give to you. If we're all gathered in the great hall right now, I would have said, and let the church of God say amen to that. Unfortunately, we're not. So wherever you are, let the omnipresent God, the God who is ever present, hear you say amen to those words from Jesus Christ. My peace I give to you. Despite this gift of peace, our world is still not as peaceful as we would love it to be. In 1946, a year after the Second World War, the Methodist Central Hall Westminster Building was at the center of the search for world peace. It was the meeting place of the first ever meeting of the United Nations General Assembly, as you've just heard in those videos. 75 years today, we are here to celebrate that moment in our rich history when leaders and representatives from 51 countries around the world gather in our great hall in search of world peace. We are gratified to be an integral part of the United Nations story and history. Paul Southern, Managing Director of Central Hall Westminster Limited, said this on our conference center's website, I quote, the first ever meeting of the United Nations was a momentous occasion and we are proud of our illustrious heritage, end of quote. Speaking to one elderly, long-serving member of the Methodist Central Hall Westminster Chapel about the relationship between the church and the UN, she said it must have been a tough decision to move out of the building, but that meeting must have been the gem on the crown for our building to be at the center of the search for world peace. 75 years today, that search is still ongoing, and there is a clear call in the Bible for the people of God to join the search for peace. In that wonderful meeting on a mountain, where Jesus gave that fantastic sermon on the mount, he attached a supernatural reward for all those who would actively join in the search for peace. He said, blessed, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons and daughters of God, what a reward for being a peacemaker. In a world where the people were expecting Jesus to set up a mighty army to fight and overthrow the Roman occupation, Jesus attached a blessed condition to people who would do the opposite, people who would make and keep peace instead of inflicting war. One of the key significant visible role of the United Nations in our world is peacemaking and peacekeeping a role that comes with high level of risk for the blessed condition that Jesus attached to it and the reward overshadows the risk. As a global church, I suspect some of you worshiping with us from around the world right now may have been direct contributors and beneficiaries of the work of the United Nations. I personally have benefited and I have seen firsthand the risk 
that peacemakers put themselves in. No wonder Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. During a helpless and hopeless time of 11 years civil war in Sierra Leone, troops from the United Nations peacekeeping project, men and women from Ghana, Nigeria, the Gambia, India, Bangladesh, America, Canada, Australia, Britain, and all around Europe took the risk to bring about peace and to keep peace in Sierra Leone. They put their lives on the line so that others may enjoy peace. How amazing today to know that what was inaugurated in our building, in the Great Hall of the Methodist Central Hall, Westminster, has brought about peace to so many in our world. I feel well placed to be able to express gratitude to the men and women who have taken this honorable path to be peacemakers, peace builders, and peacekeepers. That is an African tradition that says, an African proverb rather that said, the value of a shed is not known until the tree is cut down. As a Sierra Leonean, I used to take peace for granted until I spent 11 years. I mean, 11 good years of my youth and early adult life involved actively as a military chaplain in one of West Africa's bloodiest civil wars. It was then the word peace made so much sense to me. Peace is not on our shop shelves for sale. It cannot be ordered online. Money cannot buy it. Fame, power, influence cannot secure it. Peace is not just the absence of war. It is about the well-being of all people, communities, and the world. A few years ago, a world-renowned entertainer gave everything so in peace he could sleep. In the process of finding peace and sleep, he lost his life. Peace is key. No wonder Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. So brothers and sisters, let us continue to be God's channel of peace and save lives. From our Old Testament reading read beautiful for us, we see that violence was looming. Hungry David has sent his men to kindly ask for food from Nabal, a wealthy man he has helped by providing security for his shepherds and cattle when they were in a place called Kamel. In return, he received insult and disrespect. So Hungry David became Angry David, and he instructed his troops to prepare for war. While this preparation for battle was ongoing, Abigail. Abigail, the beautiful and intelligent wife of Nabal, heard about her husband's rude behavior to David's men who had come with greetings of peace and kind request. In a world where an eye for an eye was still a common practice, she knew exactly what was going to happen. And so she stepped in immediately to prevent bloodshed. As God's channel of peace, Abigail acted quickly and without delay. Timely intervention is something peacemakers and peacekeepers must get right. In the case of Sierra Leone, if not for the timely intervention of the UN, I may not be here today preaching to you all. Who knows? I may have been a victim of war as many are today, and may their souls rest in perfect peace. If not for the timely intervention of Abigail, Nabal and his men would have suffered. Our quick action in peacemaking is important. There is peace to be made. I encourage you, brothers and sisters, extend that olive branch today. Bake those cakes, 
Get those flowers, send that text, send that email, write that letter, set off on that journey of peace today. As God's channel of peace, just like Abigail did, we must act and act promptly. Abigail did not just act promptly. As God's channel of peace, she acted wisely. She approached David with fingers pointing at her side, fingers pointing at her husband's bad attitude. Often we point the finger at others when maybe it is time to look at what went wrong on our side. It is not always about what you say. At times it's about how you say it. Wisdom from God is key to peacemaking and peacekeeping. As a channel of peace, Abigail said to David, it is obvious that God has anointed you to become king. You do not want this massacre to be on your record. You don't want this to be on your DBS. We know what that means when you become king. So please, please rethink your actions. She won the heart of David and averted bloodshed. In verse 35 of 1 Samuel chapter 25, David said, I have heard your words and I will not go ahead with my revenge. We thank God for people like Abigail in our communities, people who remind us to turn to mercy, to peace and forgiveness instead of revenge when our ego is raging. In his classic work on the Beatitude title, The Heavenly Octave, F.W. Barham said this, I quote, the ideal peacemaker is the man or woman who prevents the peace from being broken, to prevent a battle, in his words, is the best way of winning a battle. As God's channel of peace, Abigail's timely intervention and wise action prevented war and bloodshed. Like Abigail, we can be peacemakers today. We can be God's channel of peace, but we must first have God's peace in our lives. In our New Testament passage, we met John the baptizer in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin and inviting people to make peace with God. Friends, sin breaks the peace between us and God. Without an active connection to the reservoir of peace, who is God himself, we do not have true peace and we cannot be effective peacemakers and peace builders. There is a saying, you cannot give what you don't have. So as we celebrate 75 years of that first meeting of the United Nations General Assembly in our building, let us make peace with God by asking him to come into our hearts. Let us repent for lives lost in senseless wars. Let us pray for world peace and healing. And let us ask God to make us channel of his peace. Where there is hatred, we may bring God's love. Where there is doubt, we may exercise true faith. And where there is despair, we may bring hope. Happy 75 years of good relations between the UN and the congregation of Methodist Central Hall Westminster. Grace and peace to you all. Shalom. Amen. And so now let us sing our child-friendly version of Make Me a Channel of Your Peace as we pray for peace for our future generation. Let's sing together, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace. <laughs> 